Welcome to another session of Rising Stars of Turf, presented by Earthworks and Dryject. I'm Peter McCormick. Our newest rising star is Jeremiah Mincy, currently first assistant superintendent at Savannah Porter's Country Club in Georgia. Welcome, Jeremiah. Thank you. Happy to be here. There you go. So uh, you've made quite a splash for yourself of late um, on social media. In fact, at the uh, conference and show out in Phoenix, you were you received one of the uh, golf course industry slash Aqua Trolls. Um, what do they call them? Super, super social media. Super, super social media uh, award. So you got somebody's eye, you caught somebody's <laughs> eye anyway, which is great. Before we get into that, and, and frankly, you've been on my radar for a while, but when I saw one of your most recent posts that generated quite a bit of activity, I said, i got to talk to this guy. Let me see what he's up to. So why don't you give us a little background in, uh, in terms of... Uh, you know, your early history, how you got into the business, uh, where you went to school, what you studied, and your early career path. All righty. So, oddly enough, I wasn't exposed to anything golf course maintenance related until college. So, I graduated from Early County High School, small town in southwest Georgia. So, I attended Georgia Southern University. You know, I started in uh, the fall of 2016. So sophomore year comes around, you know, my parents tell me, hey, you need to get a job. So at that time, I had no idea a golf course in Statesboro, which is where Georgia Southern is, existed. So going over the, the, the student job posting, I come across the golf course maintenance job. So I apply, get the job. And about two years after working there, I decided, you know, I could turn this into a career. So at that time, I decided to sit down with Patrick Reinhardt who was a superintendent at the time. And we mm -hmm. kind of figured out a game plan. So I applied for some internships and summer of 2020 was when COVID hit and I was supposed to do an internship at Secession Golf Club in South Carolina. Well, that one got canceled because of COVID, you know, so I, I spent the summer still at Georgia Southern University golf course. And then summer of 2021, I did my internship at Atlanta Athletic Club. And that year they were hosting the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. So that was a really fun tournament to be be a part of. And then also at that time, I was doing my certificate of turf grass management at the University of Georgia. So that's a little how I got into the industry and, you know, my, my early path. So what did you uh, what did you actually study at uh, Georgia Southern? So I, I graduated with a bachelor's in business management from Georgia Southern University. And then you went and got a turf grass certificate from University of Georgia. Right. Well, you'll find that business background uh, very helpful, I think, as time, <laughs> as time marches on. That's uh, one thing that um, I think a lot of superintendents wish that they had uh, some more formal training in. So you are at... Uh, Savannah Quarters. Now right. you've been there. How your first assistant? You've been there how long? Uh, coming up on five months. Oh, so you're still a newbie there. Still pretty new. Still pretty fresh. <laughs> 
what got you started on the social media stuff? Uh, a lot of guys your age and your, um, you know, fairly early in your career in the golf business might be a little um, hesitant, if you will, to really stick your neck out there in the, the big Twitterverse or whatever it's called now. Um, your first post I think that really got you on the map was um, you had just asked people to post their favorite photo of a golf course. Right? Right. How did that come about? Just something that you wanted to stir up conversation or was it a particular interest? Honestly, it was just pretty random. I was thinking about, you know, what I could post that morning to kind of generate some, some buzz. And I came up with that idea and, you know, of course, I posted, you know, my favorite picture and all of a sudden they kind of took off from there. You know, everybody from different parts of the country and I've seen a few from different parts of the world posted their favorite golf course picture. So, you know, that one really it really took off a lot more than I expected it to. Well, one of the uh, you have also featured your dog on uh, on Twitter. Now, is that your personal dog or is it the. He is. That, that is my one-year-old dog, Max. And he's a uh, beautiful black Labrador, correct? He is. Yeah, that's awesome. And he spends most uh, most days at the course with you? We, well, I try to take him out there most days to kind of burn some energy out, you know, have, have some fun on the golf course so he's not stuck in the house all day. There you go. So the... the um, the tweet, if you will, that uh, most recently uh, stirred up some buzz, and this was after or subsequent to your um, social media award. Uh, let me see if I can find it, and I'll read it. So you posted back on February 16th, uh, I have a very interesting question. To the superintendents and directors, what are some career tips you can give for young assistants like myself who want to achieve success at the highest level? All responses are welcome. And that sort of ignited uh, a firestorm, if you will. It did. Um, uh, quite a Quite a variety. I think I looked earlier and there were 47 responses, uh, direct responses to that question, not to mention some of the responses to responses and, and things like that. But it was uh, quite a an encapsulation of wisdom. Was there anything in particular that really jumped out at you? Uh, the, the few responses about listening really, really stuck out. You know, I saw the the common ones about, you know, networking, volunteering, but yeah, the ones yeah, about yeah. just just listening really stuck out because you don't in being in this industry for the time I've been in. I've never had a mentor say, hey, just just listen, you know, which that's something my dad always always told me was just just be quiet and listen. You know, and that's something that's, you know, outside of the industry, that's a, a life lesson, you know, just just sometimes be quiet and listen. So that that's the ones that really stuck out to me is listening to your mentors, listening to sales reps, just anybody who has who's been in the industry a while, listen to their wisdom and their knowledge and just try to take it all in. I'm glad you mentioned that, because that was one of the ones that 
jumped out at me also. And it, <laughs> it's both a favorite topic and almost a pet peeve. Um, just to expand upon that a little bit more, um, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Right. Use, them in that, use them in that ratio. Right. Back in the day when I worked for a couple of different equipment distributors and had to train salespeople, this was something that was uh, kind of difficult sometimes to uh, impress upon these guys is that they go in and visit with a um, with a, a customer, a superintendent, and they just, you know, their mouth would just be going. Said, right. Settle down. Go in <laughs> with your ears wide open. People like to feel that they're heard. Mm -hmm. Let's just go through a couple of these other ones. You know, don't be, this was Tom Meyer. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Learn from mistakes. I've seen too many supers not admit mistakes and never learn from them. Uh, Paul McCormick, uh, the mindful superintendent, says, learn about yourself. When self-awareness becomes a priority, you immediately become a better leader. And that's, you know, the agronomy part of, of your early career and education stuff is one thing. But if you can get right. the people stuff down, you're going to be way, way ahead of the game. Now, here's here's listening. Nick Johnson said, listening is a very underrated skill these days. One thing I have to work on is making sure that I'm listening to understand, not listening to respond. Actually hear what the other person is saying when where they are coming from, process it, and then craft your reply. Tim Gravert says, a lot of good advice in this thread. Trust your instincts and make sure you work at a property that shows you that they appreciate the skill set you bring instead of creating obstacles for you to succeed. There's some wisdom there. That's for right. sure. I, I don't know who L-Town Golf is, but he replied, that's something I wish someone told me 18 years ago. Best advice in the thread. <laughs> so there you go. So what I would suggest that you do, and I might actually do it, you know, we have our Tuesday turf blog aggregator um, email or uh, Twitter compilation. I may just uh, go and grab, if not all of them, quite a few of these. <laughs> This is the kind of thing that where you get this presented to you, you don't want to let it go away. Right, right. You, know, you, you should copy and paste or, you know, put it into a uh, some sort of a document or print them out and put them in a book or something or another, because it really is a, uh, a remarkable um, uh, treasure trove, if you will, of, of wisdom. Mm -hmm. What do you like to do with yourself? What, what do you do with your spare time? Honestly, outside of work, I don't do much, you know. You don't I, have any spare time. is Not really, you know, it's always work. But I, I try to play a few rounds of golf here and there and hang out with my girlfriend and my dog. So, you know, but other than that, I really don't do much outside of work. Well, hanging out with your girlfriend and your dog is not a bad thing to do. It's not at all. That's cool. What what do you see happening in the future for you? Are you are climbing the ladder? Are you um, do you envision staying in the southeast? Or? I'm hoping to climb the ladder. You know, I've I've already told my girlfriend my next big move will be Florida. Our next big move will be Florida, simply because the the golf boom is happening in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, I see constantly courses being renovated and constructed. So that that's definitely. Where I, where I 
I would like to end up and be a part of a few constructions or renovations to, you know, scratch that itch, so to speak, because I, I really have that want to have that under my belt to say I, I was a part of a project like that. Have you spent any seat time on an excavator or dozer? I have not, unfortunately. I have a lot of admiration for the shapers out there who who really create the the landforms that you mentioned Patrick Reinhardt had have you had other mentors? Ah, uh, yeah, actually when I was at AAC in Atlanta, Lucas Harvey, you know, he's pretty well respected and well known throughout the industry. So he he's somebody during my time there, I always went to to talk to about not only agronomy stuff, but life stuff. You know, he was definitely that person that always had a listening ear. You know, his office door was always open. So I definitely consider him a mentor as well. You know, even even now, you know, I still reach out to him occasionally just to check in, see how everything is going, you know, just try and get as much knowledge from him as I can because he's been in the industry, you know, a while and he's been at some really, really nice places. So he's definitely somebody I consider a mentor. Well, you, you should definitely make a habit and a concerted effort in staying in touch uh, with that type of person. There was a, a good friend of mine who was a career superintendent, was a superintendent for 50 years up in the Toronto area, Gord Wittavine, he told me once, he said, you have to work at relationships because if you don't, they soon go away. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely the truth, particularly with as mobile and everything as people are today, uh, you know, with guys changing jobs and that kind of thing. And if you talk to any of the guys who are the real veterans in the business, they have a, a yeah, I hesitate to use the term network because it's overused. Right. Um, trail of people that have worked with them, worked for them, uh, that they still keep in touch with. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and that is uh, incredibly valuable for both people. So does any of this attention surprise you? Very much. Very much. You why know, is that? And it, it goes back to the social media thing. You know, when I first started my my turf twitter so to speak it necessarily wasn't to to really gain attention or gain anything from it it was just to showcase what i was doing where i was working and those kinds of things and then over time it kind of started you know growing some legs of its own and taking off and here we are now you know winning the the super social media award and now this interview you know so i it's definitely unexpected attention but i mean it doesn't hurt you know one of the other things that I noticed in that thread, some of the responses was um, some guys who just said, you know, do what you're doing, ask questions. Right. But don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, that's the easiest and quickest way to learn. Right. You know, the interesting thing on social media too, is that you may think, or you may have a question in the back of your mind and uh, well, should I post it or shouldn't I post it? This kind of thing. And you might think, well, am I going to look stupid? Or, uh, well, my responses to that have been, if you're thinking it, there are probably dozens of other guys out there thinking it. So right. somebody needs to pop the question so to speak, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and make that happen. And the other thing is there really are no stupid questions. Right. 
if you learn something, that's good. If not, well, okay, maybe next time, you know. Which is funny, you know, asking questions. When I when I volunteered at TVC Sawgrass last year, you know, I was asking the AITs, you know, hey, what do you guys spray? You know, what do you how often do you guys, you know, keep up with the overseed and all that stuff? You know, it was it was kind of almost to the point where they were almost aggravated because I was asking so many questions. But it was just, you know, there to learn and network. And that was what I was trying to do was learn what they were doing, you know, why they were doing it and, you know, just see if I could bring it back to my home club and, you know, implement it there. Sure. Have you, have you uh, volunteered at other events also now that the sawgrass that's Patrick Reinhardt connection, right? Yes, sir. Well, that's good. Well, there you go. That's one door that he opened for you <laughs> down there. Have you done other events? So other than the KPMG tournament, I did the 2022 tour championship at Eastlake. And that was a pretty fun tournament to be a part of. Yeah, those are outstanding. The camaraderie among the, the, the staff and the volunteers and that kind of thing is, is awesome. You'll uh, always take home lifelong friends right? from that kind of thing. And they'll remember you too. And, and, and again, you got to work those work those relationships because they will go away. Right. Well, this is awesome. It's been a great, uh, it's been good to talk to you. I appreciate your uh, initiative to uh, put yourself out there and to, um, uh, you know, create a buzz, so to speak, that, uh, you know, that, that everybody learns from. And um, all right. So we've got a, a box of swags going to be coming your way just in uh, appreciation, both from ourselves and from Earthworks and, and Dryject. So um, continue good luck. Keep posting away. We'll follow you. I'm sure uh, I'll probably throw a couple of those screen grabs up in the, the video from this. But uh, uh, it's great talking to you. Congratulations on being a rising star. All right. Thank you. Have All right. Yeah. Take care now. Same to you.